Okay, so I should have started off part one of this series by saying that there's a difference between concern and worry. So let's start part two there. (laughs) Concern is realizing that there's a problem and calmly taking steps to reconcile. Worry is running on the hamster wheel. Just as changing the lens on the camera can change the breadth of the picture you see, Changing your mental lens helps you better perceive the depth of life. This is what knowing the difference between concern and worry does for us. Your mind can be the stairway to heaven or it can lead to the gates of hell. It just depends on your lens. So let's do a quick review of part one of this series. In that episode, we covered getting the facts. So taking our emotions out of the situation, I gave you some tools on how to do so. We talked about mind wandering, why it works to relieve stress and the best way to get into that mental state. And we also talked about day-tight compartments, which are mental agreements for living day-to-day. You can view them as sort of energy commitments. You only have so much allotted energy for any given thing, and a day-tight compartment helps you manage that amount of energy that you're expending on any given thing at any given time. Okay. Talking about day-tight compartments is actually the perfect segue for introducing the first tool in today's episode, which is called the stop-loss order. So a stop-loss order is actually an investment strategy used to prevent big losses. The best way to define it for you is just by giving you an example. So say I wanted to buy a stock at $50, but I wasn't super confident in how the company was performing. Well, what I can do is when I'm buying the stock for $50, I can go to the broker and be like, hey, if this stock falls to $45, please sell it for me on my behalf. That is a stop-loss order. Basically, you are protecting your assets by having a game plan based on how the stock performs. It's a way to invest without losing too much money. That same technique is perfect for everyday living. When you put a stop order loss on your worries, what you're doing is you're setting an agreement to spend a certain amount of energy on it. And if that situation pushes the boundary you've already preset, that's your permission slip to charge it to the game. Put the worry back on the shelf. What I love about this tool is that it asks you the important question, which is how much life are you willing to give away over this one thing you're worried about how much peace of mind are you ready to pay (laughs) mic drop right (laughs) i'll give you an example of a stop loss order that i recently placed on my life so i recently switched up a major income stream and i wasn't exactly sure how it was going to pan out there was a possibility i could have been short um but if i spent all my time worrying about it I would have gone through all the worst case scenarios. I would have kept myself up at night. Instead, I chose to put a stop loss order. So I got the facts. I got myself in a relaxed state so I can come up with some solutions. And then I decided that if these solutions don't work, I'll be all right regardless. Because God got me time and time again. 
And there's no reason to really worry or fear. I have evidence that I'm always all right. So I'm going to choose to stick with that evidence. There comes a certain point where we just got to cooperate with the inevitable. Because what we resist persists. Resistance establishes a series of inner conflicts within you. And it's honestly astonishing how quickly we can accept almost any situation if we have to. When faced with the inevitable, we have the option to adjust to it or to ruin our lives in rebellion to it. Which one you're gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Um, Schopenhauer, he expresses this thought. He says, a good supply of resignation is of the first importance in providing for the journey of life. So in modern language, what he's saying is we all need a healthy dose of unbotheredness. Think of the time when you had no other option other than to do the thing so you can make your way out of it. You may have surprised yourself with your own strength several times. Us humans have strong inner resources that help us see it through, but only if we make use of them. If we bitch and moan, we don't change the situation. That changes us and not for the better. Because all that whining and complaining just makes you a bitter bitch. (laughs) And I'm not saying to like bow down to all of your obstacles. No, 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 sweet cakes. That's mental suicide. If you have a chance to overcome your obstacles, of course, fight them, right? But when common sense tells us that what we're up against is unchangeable, for the sake of your own sanity, move on. There's an old Mother Goose rhyme that goes like this. For every element under the sun, there is a remedy or there is none. If there be one, try to find it. If there be none, never mind it. Isn't that so cute? I love that. But it's so true. And I love how Henry Ford puts it. He says, when I can't handle events, I let them handle themselves. Oof, that's a good one, right? Um, Here's a little story. So when tire manufacturers, when they first came onto the scene, they initially tried to make a tire that would resist all the shocks of the road. But that tire couldn't take it, right? The road just cut it up into ribbons of rubber. Then these manufacturers adjusted and they created tires that would absorb the shocks of the road. Those are the tires we have today. So the moral of the story is that you and I will last much longer and enjoy a much smoother ride if we learn to absorb the shocks of life rather than resist them. When we stop fighting the inevitable, we free up our energy to create a richer life. So let's talk about this richer life. A big part of eliminating worry is cultivating a growth mindset. I actually talked about growth recently and how to make the most of yours, so I'll link that in the show notes. But the way you get the energy to create a richer life is... This idea of turning minuses into plus signs. Just the mere attempt of turning our minus into a plus causes us to look forward instead of backward. It replaces negative thoughts with positive ones. It releases that creative energy and inspires us to get so busy that we don't have time to bother mourning over what is now in the past. 
William Bolitho, he says, the most important thing in life is not to capitalize on your gains. Any fool can do that. The really important thing is to profit from your losses. That requires intelligence and it makes the difference between a man of sense and a fool. Mm. Truer words have not been spoken. (laughs) Here's the thing. We can't instantly change our emotions just by making up our minds to do so. But we can change our actions. And when we change our actions, we automatically change our feelings. So another great way to eliminate worry is to get out of your own head and into someone else's world. When we place our focus on pleasing others, we stop focusing so much on ourselves, which is the very thing that produces all the worry. And this is something that I do want to just say for all my social worriers out there, because I be worrying about how I come off to in social situations. And hearing this, what I'm about to tell you did wonders for me. Nobody is thinking about you as much as you are thinking about you. (laughs) I know, right? I really be in the back of my mind like, oh, I didn't respond right away. I was awkward. But guess what? No one's thinking about you. It's okay. Just drop it. (laughs) So I think that about covers it. Between... These two episodes, I gave you about six or seven different tools and strategies for managing your worry, and I hope that they were all helpful. Take what you need, leave what you don't. If you like this episode, please tell all of your friends. Um, I do want to end this episode by leaving you with a quote. Two men looked out from prison bars. One saw the mud, the other saw the stars. And I know that because you're listening to this podcast, you're the one that sees the stars. So thank you so much for stargazing with me. I'm going to sign off. I will catch you in the next episode.